What's going on, everybody? You're listening to episode 179 of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. My name is Cody Armour. I'm here with Shelly Waltar. Hello. And Joe Morgan. Gadzooks. Today, we're going to be geeking out about a new PUBG game in the works, the lack of originality in Hollywood, and video game TV shows. Usually, it's video game movies. It's TV shows this time. First, special shout-outs to our Patreons at patreon.com slash geeksundergrace. Specifically, Brian Struther, Jordan Garner, Casey Cobble, Jason Wilkerson, Sam Watson, David Corey, Unchained Spirit, Hannah Bacon, Hannah Goose, The Moose Potatoes. That rhymes. I don't like that at all. Dan Alo, Trey Braben, Peter Tallow, and Michael Miller Jr. What'd you say? Did you say Moose Potatoes? I think it's Mouse Potatoes. Did I? That's why. It doesn't rhyme. I just got mixed up. My words got the Mouse Potatoes. It's weird because I've said it right forever and then i just like the moose patooties mouse we love moose tutors bottom line we appreciate you no matter how i butcher your name it's the true story <laughs> you guys been playing a lot of video games yes go for it joe okay so i have been playing uh Bloodstained Ritual of the Night. Ooh, so that's that the Castlevania like. Uh, our review of that like is old already Castlevania games too, right? Like the classic ones. So I've not played Symphony of the Night, which is what this is based on. I've okay. got it in my collection, and I'm going to play through it. Uh, playing oh. through this makes me want to go back and play through it. Uh, our review of that's already up on the site. You can go check out that review. I think Maurice gave it a six point something. Okay. Hmm. Um, he had a lot he had a lot of issues with stability on the build that he had Mm -hmm. like bugs crashing and blue blue screen of death that sort of thing oh wow but I'm playing it on PS4 and I've not had any issues there's a little bit of hitching when I pause to try to go to the menus with not that that many with that many problems giving it above a 5 it must still be pretty decent of a game then he said he's 98% completed the game. It's still it's still one that he really enjoys. I'm having a good time with it. That's cool. And and I would recommend it. I mean, they've already issued three or four patches, and I haven't had any problems. Okay. If you like Metroid, if you like Castlevania, if you like adventure platformers. Cool. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I started streaming The Sinking City. A review of that should be up by the time you hear this as well. Uh, a couple of good jump scares in there got me. This is, it's a what they're calling a. I can't remember. It's it's like a noir detective game mixed with, uh, Cthulhu, H.P. Lovecraft, <laughs> that sort okay. of stuff. That sounds fun. So I'm I'm digging the vibes of it so far, and I normally don't care for scary stuff, but I've gotten a couple of good jump scares out of it, and I really like the vibes of that game so far. It does some really neat stuff with the detective stuff. Uh, and then finally, believe it or not, I started playing a mobile game I played a few rounds of, <gasps> Auto Chess. It's what? What's that? What'd you call it? What'd you, what's it called? Auto Chess. Okay. So is it chess then? Uh, no. No? It's not really. It's So this is what they they built out of Dota. There was a, It was a mod that... The Dota 2 came out of Dota 2. Okay. You start with a pool of characters, and you can slowly buy more characters. You get three of, of one, you can upgrade it to the next tier. And so, and as you level up, you can place more characters on the board. And so you're trying to kind of find a good balance to strengthen your characters, upgrade them. And then the fights play out automatically. You're literally throwing your characters on a chessboard. Okay, I was like, uh, where's the chess? The chess. There's the I know, chess. I'm like, yeah. that's very misleading if this it's, actually just nothing yeah, related to chess. It's, it's on a 2D grid, and and then you end up on one side, your opponent's on the other, and then they automatically battle out. I want a chess battle royale now. So this has gotten super popular, <laughs> though. Like, this is becoming its own genre now. Okay. Because this kind of strategy. already Dota has released, uh, Steam has released... 
uh, Lords of the Underworld or something like that. I can't Underdeep or I can't remember what it's called. And then um, League of Legends, Riot has released their own version of it too, called like Team Team Tactics or something like that. I'm butchering the names of these. Okay. But basically, Dota has its own version of this. Uh, League of Legends has its own version, and then Auto Chess that I'm playing right now is made by from the ground up by the guys that made the original mod for Dota Two. Hmm. They split apart, made their own thing from the ground up. It sounds cool. It is cool. It's actually pretty long though. I played a mo- a full blown mobile game, so it's eight people in mm-hmm. a single game, and. I think it was something like 40 or 45 rounds before I won one yesterday. took like half an hour. Maybe longer than that. Cool. I'll have to check it out. I love so they're not, a decent mobile game. Yeah. And if you got a PC, you can play the other ones. And if you got a good phone, you can play the other ones too. <laughs> they're all trying to port them to mobile. So Okay. Is it, is it free? I assume? It is free, yeah. Cool. And Auto Chess has one of those, uh, what do you call it, battle pass. they got a battle pass you can buy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's pretty much it for me. How about you, Shelly? Um, when I think about it, I don't think I've played any new games this last week. I've been playing a lot of Breath of the Wild. Oh. I've been making, I just go and collect all of the... DLC like costumes and stuff. I don't know okay. why that's been what I've been doing. Um, so I have like the explore. Tingle costume and the Phantom costume and pretty much all of the the DLC pack costumes. So that's that's fun. Because um, I'm not. I don't want to go fight Ganon yet, even though I totally could. Uh, <laughs> I'm just like lazy and rather you explore the world instead. Not ever beaten Ganon yet. Oh, I mean, I have, just not a master okay. mode. This is got a master playthrough, so... Yeah. Are you going for the golden Korok poo-poo? No, that's not worth it to me. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm fine collecting all the shrines. That's what I did on my first playthrough, and I'd like to do it on this one as well. Mm-hmm. But that, that's just dumb. I don't care. Like, like, there's too many Koroks in the world. But there is a DLC mask um, that's a Korok mask that will shake if you're close to a Korok seed. So, like... Potentially, if I really wanted to do, I probably could with that thing. But yeah. it's just that's so much work. There's so many of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So I've been playing that. Uh, of course, I've been playing more Smash. There was a big tournament this last weekend. That the grand finals of that was insane to watch. Um, if you're all interested in Smash, I would encourage you to go watch it. It was a match between Mars and MK Leo. MK Leo being like the king of ultimate. Like, he's so... He, he wins, like, every single tournament at this point. Okay. Um, but Mars, who usually mains Zero Suit Samus, pulled out a Captain Falcon, which is, like, unheard of to see in a grand finals. So it was very, very entertaining to watch. Um, huh. And I actually went to a party uh, this last weekend, and they were playing Smash. Um, but they didn't have, like, a GameCube controller or adapter or whatever, so I played with a Joy-Con. Did you but I still them? just destroyed them, <laughs> and I kind of felt bad. It's like, dang, I'm finally at that point where no one wants to play with me at a party because I'm, I'm not. I don't bring fun. I just bring destruction. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I've been actually able to put more time and practice into that game, so I'm hoping to go to more tournaments soon. That's cool. But yeah, I don't think I've played anything else new. I've been just been playing my Switch. <laughs> So, yeah. Sweet. Nice. I, with moving and everything, I haven't touched anything. I think I played maybe a little bit of Apex Legends since I've last been on here. Um, I went back Season. to Arena Valor, so I need another mobile game because I just, oh. a mobile game at night is really nice. Dude, try try Auto Chess out. Yeah, I'll check that out. It's, cause I, I, like, I don't have anything against Arena Valor, but I just, I play so much of it. It'd be cool to get something that I can sink my teeth into that I actually enjoy a lot. Yeah. Because uh, I've tried other games, and then I just end up always going back. Uh, played some Sonic 06. I think I'll have that finished by August, um, playing those two-hour streams. It's kind of yeah. the hope. Uh, yeah. And then, yeah, I'm really bummed that I didn't pick up 
the Borderlands stuff on the Sony PlayStation Plus. I don't have PlayStation Plus right now, and I was kicking myself because that was such a good deal. Um, but yeah, that's that's been basically it. I played a few board games. Played a game called Quelf, which oh, is oh, what a classic! Yep. Yeah, that was fun. And then Code Names. I've talked probably about Code Names before, names. but it's such a I good love game. Both of those games, dude. It's. Uh, I played Settlers of Catan last night. I forgot about that. Oh, cool! Definitely. Um, Code Names and Quelf are definitely like simpler, more party games style games. Mm-hmm. So Not intense. crazy, insane games like freaking like Gloomhaven or whatever. <laughs> yeah, but like, Quelf is crazy in its own right, right? Yeah, yeah it's, it's simple. Weird. It's it's crazy because uh, it's it's a very simple concept, and then you just add rules. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I had to hide under a table. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's all sorts of weird stuff that happens. Yeah. I think Codenames for anyone who doesn't know, uh, great game for parties. Like you have two teams, and there's a map of words on the table, and you have to say. You get captains. The captain will say four bird. And then you're looking on the map of random words to find all of the words that would deal with bird. Um, And then whoever gets the most wins. And you have a grid of your answers for your team. Right. There's there's like red cards and blue cards. And only the um, sort of captains of each team can see which one's which. So they're like, okay, I want to get my team to select all of my color. But there's also a hidden assassin card. That you have to be really careful of. Um, yeah, you can't just randomly hit you, stuff because you might get... Right. You if might get if your team accidentally um, selects one of the, the assassin card, then you just automatically lose. So, yeah. yeah it's, it's really fun. That's cool. And that's it. We'll get into the news. Cool. Yeah, so there's a new PUBG game that they've confirmed. <laughs> okay. So is it like a... Is it a sequel? It is not a sequel, and it's not, I don't think, going to be a Battle Royale. The, uh, Do you think it'll be a shooter? I think it will be a shooter, yeah. Okay. I think it's going to be a first a click adventure. Yeah, so Glenn Schofield... <laughs> Rhythm game. That's what I'm calling for. Rhythm game? What's that? Yeah. <laughs> Rhythm game. Rhythm game. <laughs> it'll be auto chess. Yeah, PUBG auto chess. Oh my gracious. It's going to be a puzzle fighter. Glenn Schofield, who is from Dead Space and Call of Duty, he Joe was brought in to... <laughs> okay, go ahead. He was brought in to work on this cool. sequel. That's cool. As a host, I should be making sure you're on track, not try to derail you. <laughs> but I don't care. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, I, don't know, I don't know what you're talking about. Are you excited about this? You played PUBG for quite a while. You're pretty into it. I've not played much PUBG in a while. Are you excited for a sequel? Or not a sequel, but another game, though? I'm, I'm interested to see what they come up with. Because if it's a solid third-person shooter mm-hmm. that explains why in the world the world is like that, you know, why do we have this place where 100 people jump out of a plane and try to kill each other? If you read Hunger Games... Uh, before that, if you backstory. watch if you watch Battle Royale... Oh yeah, yeah. There you go. It's an it's an older Japanese movie. Yeah, I I don't like dubs of old Japanese movies. I'm sorry, you're not refined enough. <laughs> I thought you liked dubs. I, you don't like. Subs. I do like dubs. I just don't like dubs of people where like the mouth it's is not moving a dub. and they talk. It's over. not a no. It's not a dub at all. It's completely subbed. Oh well, that's yeah, there. You go. I don't read. I actually do read. I'm so you're just later. not. You just can't watch this movie because you're because illiterate. And I'm kind of lying, because I really like the Godzilla movies from back in the day. <laughs> Godzilla vs. Kong was great. Godzilla vs. Mecha. Godzilla. So anyway, yeah, that's happening. Cool. Uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield are not bringing their Pokedex, the ability for you to bring old Pokemon in on the new game. Trash. Um, I think we mentioned that last week or or a couple weeks ago. We might have. I hope so. There was a lot of uproar about it. There's a few Pokemon that can come over. They just have to be in the game. But there's not going to be... Yeah, right. There's not going to be... You can't bring all, what, 600 old ones in? Right. And we don't know what the national... 
what the national Pokedex is going to look like at this point. We don't even know, like, what all the Pokemon is going to be in there, so we can't expect to see... Like, we can't predict what Pokemon we can bring over. Right. I understand that, like, animating 700 different characters would be an up... Like, a huge undertaking. Then maybe don't create 700 characters. I agree. Uh, I kind of... I'm in that boat, honestly. But I wish they would have at least done the original 150. I mean, like, I, I... Yeah, yeah. I may not be able to bring over the the one Pokemon I've cared about since I was fourteen. You know exactly, right? Like my very first right. original Pokemon, well, from my right. first video game ever. It's like, I have right. a friend. If I can't bring that over, like, what's the point? <laughs> That's true. yeah. I have a friend who has Flappy Chap, which is a perfect Gyarados that he has um, taken in from Fire Red. Wow. Which is, I think, one before the oldest. That you can of like this line of Pokemon stuff that you've been able to bring over, because gold and silver didn't go into ruby, right? Yeah, and so it's it's one generation behind being the oldest. Right. It was it was ruby sapphire. Those were like the first um, of, of this generation. Cartridges. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then leaf green and fire red. Yeah. So he's brought it through all of those games, and I'm happy to see that there's Gyarados in there, so he can keep Flappy Chap. Yeah. So, yeah, people have been creating like lists from the trailers that they've seen, saying, mm-hmm. "Okay, we know, like canonically, this Pokemon shows up, so we can include it in this Pokemon decks." Yeah. But so I mean, the here's the thing: the devs know that people are upset about this. Mm-hmm. I didn't need so, new Pokemon. That's annoying too. Why would you make new Pokemon if you can't do like what you have for this yeah. game? I don't. I honestly, they could have just not had any new Pokemon. I'm fine even if they just had, like, two new legendaries and then just yeah. had it in a different region with everything else the same. I'd be totally content with that. It'd be great. We just want... Because that's what anyone wants, right? Like, for, in my experience, when I've talked to Pokemon fans, everyone wants this sort of open-world experience that they're showing off, at least on some level, with Sword and Shield. But no one's asking for new Pokemon. I don't think anyone has asked for this. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if anyone's asked for new Pokemon in a long time. I mean, people have been asking for Pokemon on the Switch for a while. Correct. Yeah, yeah. I mean Pokemon like as characters, like new characters. Yeah, but they can't create a new Pokemon game and not have new Pokemon characters. Why not? That's a canonical Pokemon thing. It's happened with every single entry. Well, if you're bringing it to a new console, why don't you just break that off and be like, we're going to make a really cool open world with the original 150 that's a totally different experience than Kanto that you've played. I mean, I know they what already I've did always... That. I know what I always wanted is just like a remake or a sequel to Gale of Darkness XD. Like, that's all I want. Because that's basically what, what those... Said. So that's... Um, have you so not there played was that, Joe? Pokemon Coliseum or Stadium? I think it was... Pokemon is, Stadium is and then Coliseum. Yeah. Stadium 2, Coliseum, and then Gale of Darkness. So, yeah. Joe, Gale of Darkness was a Pokemon game on the GameCube where the character looked totally different, and it was kind of a console game. Okay. It was yeah, cool. It, it, there were no new Pokemon. The only new Pokemon, really, if you consider that, were shadow versions of Pokemon. So you had, like, Shadow Lugia and, mm-hmm. and different shadow Pokemon. Um, the only one that actually looked different was Shadow Lugia. But... Yeah. Um, which was like a cool concept, and you could your whole goal as a character was to get all these shadow Pokemon and basically purify them and cure them of this shadowness that they had. Um, their huh. closed heart or whatever you have to like open their heart. Um, I don't quite remember the wording. It wasn't but, a mainline I mean, game, but it it wasn't a mainline game. Closest we had, but it was a console game that was honestly i like i really loved that game, and that's, that's kind of all I want. I didn't really I, I understand people want you know next gen um thing but all i really wanted was like open world with the same pokemon so i'm just like oh well yes we can't get that i don't know rip gale of darkness dude we can't get a sequel currently because nintendo's just forgotten about it (laughs) it's not nintendo it's game Game freak Freak. right game freak yeah that's true or the pokemon company Mm -hmm. yeah yeah all right so yeah they they know that people are upset about that uh, and then finally, if you are one of the f- folks that watch Twitch, number one, you should come over and watch Geeks Under Grace or my channel, Joe Noeth Games. <laughs> number two, they have rolled out uh, subscriber-exclusive streams. So streamers now can 
do subscriber only streams if they want. Okay. That's interesting. I mean, I they already have subscri- subscriber only chat options. Right. I'm curious because I, I haven't seen this work in other mediums. Um, like YouTube kind of tried doing this. And so here it had failed, but it was years ago. So here's the scuttlebutt that freaks me out about it. Like mm-hmm. reading through Twitter and stuff, people who are in the know on this sort of stuff uh, are saying that this is Twitch is basically slowly rolling out the exact sort of business model and features that certain uh, adult sites use. Okay. So like oh. this, this sort of functionality is thing that ex- have existed in adult sites for a while, apparently. Yeah, that's yeah, interesting. I guess. So, that's the reason that I, that I saw them tweet about that because they were like, "Well, there's only one one step left for Twitch to take." <laughs> I wouldn't think they would go that direction. It becomes a not. Uh, yeah, there's no way. There's no way. Then again, Facebook there's some and YouTube and Twitch, and like they're kind of in that. Sort of social media where like oh, they're owned by Amazon. Yeah, yeah, they are. I don't think Amazon would ever let that fly. I certainly hope not. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you get. I mean, I think there's rules at least at this point with um, like not safe for work content. I think yeah. they there are rules in place of like, hey, if you do these like certain things. You'll get banned, or you'll get temporarily banned. I don't know well, off the top of my head, but I'm 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 fairly certain there are rules that are already th- in place for that. There are rules, but let's be frank: the, the, if you've been around Twitch any point in time and you really pay attention to the big streamers, you know that Twitch kind of forgives or overlooks certain things for their big earners. Yeah, no, that's yeah. right. Very true. Like there are certain streamers that get away with things, or you know. Uh, if, uh, for example, let's talk about Dr. Disrespect recently, right? He got banned for filming in a bathroom in at, at right. E3. Mm-hmm. The state of California, that is literally illegal. He received a two-week ban from Twitch, and that was it. Really? I thought he got perma-banned. He's already back. Wow. Really? Wow. Two weeks. Okay. I got That's what I'm saying. He's a then. big earner for Twitch. They're not going to let him get... He was starting to stream over on YouTube Gaming. Like, okay, while, while, he, like, while well. he was banned. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he's already back. And so, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Take that for what it is. But, let's move on to the pull list. Yeah. So, for my MMO fans out there, Final Fantasy XIV Shadowbringers is coming out this week. That's the newest expansion for... The Final Fantasy XIV cool. game. I hear the game is good. I have played through the base story. I've not played any of the expansion content, but that base story is legitimately the best Final Fantasy story I've ever played. I forgot to put it in the news. They're also making a TV show on Netflix, like a live-action TV show of Final Fantasy XIV, which is weird. Of fourteen? Yep, of fourteen specifically. That will be really interesting. Yeah, I kind of wish that it was like CGI and not live-action. And that it was kind of, I would be good with them doing Final Fantasy and it not being connected to a game, and it just being CGI Final Fantasy. Yeah. Branded stuff. That'd probably be a lot more work for them, though. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, also coming out this week, Sea of Solitude. I don't know if you guys have seen that one. I feel like I've heard of it. So Mm-mm. the box art is like a little bitty boat on top of the water, and you can see a gargantuan fish with big teeth and stuff underneath it coming up to the surface. Kind of like Jaws. Ex- if Jaws were 85 times his size. It's an adventure game, and they say that it kind of explores the themes of of learning to, to live with yourself, your ups and downs, and okay. as you journey through life. Sounds oh. like it'd be pretty interesting. Yeah, that sounds cool. I like that. And then the final big game for the week is Stranger Things 3, the game. Well, I'm excited for the show. Yeah, I want to watch the show. I don't really care anything about the game. I don't really understand why they made a game. Yeah, I'm excited for the show, too. Yeah. So, yeah, that's it for games this week. Cool. What movies have you guys been watching? None. I watched Outlaw King. I had to think of the name of it. 
on Netflix. It's a Netflix original. Is it movie. good? It is. Yeah. Um, it is rated R, and I did not realize that watching it. Um, is that the one with uh, the guy that plays Picard in the new movies? I Chris can't Pine. remember. Yeah. Name. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and he does a really good job. It, what I really enjoy about it is Chris Pine often um, is typecasted, I guess, would be. He, he plays the same character a lot. Oh. Yeah. And in this, maybe it's just the accent, but it seems like a very different character for him. Uh, and so that was really, really cool for me to see. I need to watch Braveheart. I've never watched Braveheart in what? my whole life. And it is referenced. I mean, the history is referenced, not the movie. Um, but I, I wouldn't want to watch it because of that. It all has to do basically right after Braveheart. So it's not connected in any way. But You want to watch Braveheart because of this movie? Yeah. You don't want to watch Braveheart because Braveheart's just legit? I, I didn't know that it was legit. <laughs> His How name is William in? Wallace. It's the most like, I don't know. I, I don't, it's not like a real beefy name. I've always thought, and he's got the blue paint and it's Mill Gibson. And I was just like, he looks goofy. And I didn't think anything of it until I watched this. And I was like, oh, I should really check the movie out. I, uh... <laughs> okay, well, we broke Joe. <laughs> Yeah, what to quote Maurice? LJ just quoted Maurice, but to quote Maurice, disgust. Disgust. Like, I'm I'm disgusted with you right now. <laughs> I, I'm kind of bewildered. I can't believe you haven't seen Braveheart. Yeah, I'm sure that like if I see it, I'll like it and I'll enjoy it. I just it's never been. At this point, I don't want you to watch it. You don't deserve to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! So Outlaw King takes place right after that movie. I assume. Um... I, or at least, I haven't seen the movie, so I don't know where it ends. But uh, William Wallace is uh, definitely not alive in this movie. So, um, okay. it's kind of what happens okay. after his life. Okay. Yeah, you do. Dude, I, I don't own a whole lot of DVDs, but I own Braveheart. Okay. I'll check it out. It'll be next on my list. <laughs> and then you should watch Gladiator if you haven't seen that one. I have seen Gladiator. Okay. Yeah, it's a good movie. I just, it, I would have been four years old when that movie came out. Irrelevant. <laughs> You're an adult now. Okay, I will watch it. <laughs> I'm just gonna stay out of this. <laughs> I'm not uh, like I said, it's rated R. I didn't expect that, and it didn't feel rated R until halfway through. Um, there is a um, long scene, nudity scene. There's a bunch of nudity throughout the rest of it. I just didn't expect it at all. Uh, okay. Uh, but story-wise, it's really good. It's it, obviously in Scotland, which I didn't know any. I didn't know anything about this movie. I thought it was like an English. I thought Viking you were gonna say era. I didn't know anything about Scotland. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I didn't know Scotland I didn't even was think real. That was a no, what? I'm just kidding. <laughs> I've never seen Scotland. No. Um, I thought that was made <laughs> watching place. Vikings, I figured it was kind of that. Um, I thought it would be kind of a Vikings, King, English type thing. And it's not at all. Um, yeah, I don't know. I like it. If you liked... Is he a Bruce? Yeah. Cool. He is Robert Bruce. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I, okay, I'll watch Braveheart. Let's, let's move on. Let's go into <laughs> the news. <laughs> no, I, I watched movies too. Oh, did you? Okay, yeah. what did you, you see, Shelly? You just, anyway. I watched two really, really great movies. Um, what movies? So I watched uh, Mary and the Witch's Flower. So that is a not Studio Ghibli, Studio Ghibli movie. Oh. Um, it's like the exact same art style as any of those classic movies, but it's not actually made by the studio, I believe. Um, I think new? it may actually be made by some of the people from that studio, but it's not like an official Studio thing. Ghibli. Yeah. Cool. I, I, and I could be wrong. Is um, it a new movie? It came out... A couple years ago, I'm pretty sure. Okay. It's not like a new, new movie, but it's not an old movie either. Um, but I've, I've kind of been wanting to watch it because I know it has lots of um, Studio Ghibli vibes, I would say. Um, it, I really enjoyed it. It was very family-friendly, very wholesome, um, but very entertaining. And they kind of 
went in different directions than I expected, which was really cool to see. Um, they kind of throw these things at you and you're like, oh, are they going to go in this direction? And then they go in a different direction. Um, so that was pretty cool, I think. Or, yeah, I really liked it. If you like any, if you liked Kiki's Delivery Service, if you liked Howl's Moving Castle, <laughs> it's really similar to those movies. So, okay. but it's that very awesome. lighthearted, um, but also serious. So, um, anyway, yeah, very, very good movie. And the animation, of course, is just gorgeous. <laughs> um, and I also watched Crazy Rich Asians. Uh, my sister finished the book, so we watched the movie together. That's a it's really based on a book. Yeah, it's actually there's a trilogy, um, but the first book is just called Crazy Rich Asians. Huh. Yeah. No, it's I and I mean obviously there's gonna be more in the book, and my sister was telling me about some of the differences that were in there, but I really enjoyed the movie. Um, it was super cool. So just like is it a comedy <laughs> or what? What is it's, it? It's it's kind of like a it is kind of a comedy. Um, it's, so basically, here, I'll give you the premise, because it's kind of, it's not really a rom-com, um, but it is a comedy with romance. So, basically, okay. <laughs> there's this, um, uh, girl from, who, she's a Chinese-American, uh, okay. and she is in this relationship with this guy, um, who is from Singapore, well, no. He's, he's also, he's from, Ch he's Chinese descendant, but he lives in Singapore. Um, and they've been dating for like a year or so. And he's like, man, I just really want you to meet my family. Um, finally. And she's like, okay, cool. So they fly out to Singapore and she learns that this guy comes from one of the richest families who lives in Singapore. His family oh, never, like he never told her before. Right. He's essentially okay. famous in this place. You know, she says, Oh yeah, I'm dating this guy. His name's Eric Young. And pretty much all these people are like, wait, Eric, the Eric, Young? like, are you kidding me? Um, and so <laughs> the movie takes place in a lot of these really extravagant, like extravagant, um, mansions and parties and scenes. Um, just yeah. like, Again, it's like one of those things where they show off characters who are rich in these places, but those people are saying, hey, no, the Youngs, they're crazy rich, and like shows off the differences. Really, really cool. Um, is it? I watch it oh, with so my. Is it in English? Yes. Yeah, okay. I always thought it was a uh, foreign movie, like completely. No, no. Okay. It's just, I mean, there's like no white characters, which is awesome. Pretty much every character in this movie is Asian. Um, in some way, which is really cool, but, uh, I still sound uncultured. And, uh, it was really cool too. Cause I watched it my, so it was with my sister, but it was also with my boyfriend. My boyfriend lived in Malaysia for a couple of years. Um, Malaysia being very close to Singapore, being very similar in culture. Um, and there were some scenes where he's like, oh man, this makes me miss Malaysia because they just nailed how the culture is. And they had, cool. um, he also lived in Hong Kong for four years and there were some characters who lived in Hong Kong and had a Hong Kong accent. Um, and things like that. I don't know. Like, they, they really did, like, all the research. And it, it's just really, really good movie. Because um, it is funny. And it is kind of a romance. But it's cool because it's, like, this relationship is already established. It's already... It's not, like, a rom-com where it's, like, oh, I really like this person. You know? Um, it's an established relationship. And basically, this woman is trying to get this guy's family to accept her. That's, like, the whole thing. Where it's, like, oh, we have this legacy with our family. We're so rich. We don't want just anyone coming into our family, um, especially with this guy. So highly recommend watching it. It's on Amazon Prime. That's how I watched it. Oh, cool. But okay. I, I did have to buy it, but it's it's on there because it's not on like Netflix or anything. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Um, but that's actually a great transition into our movie news because there is a character in Crazy Rich Asians um, who is basically uh, the girl, the main character's best um like, roommate from college, I believe, who also lives in Singapore and um, helps her out and stuff. Um, and the actress is Aquafina. That's what she goes by. Um, and she, along with a couple of uh, people I've mentioned, um, are going to be in The Little Mermaid live cool. action. <sighs> Little cool. Mermaid's not a great movie. I don't need live action. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. But I'm sure it'll be fine. Anyway. But not great. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm not as excited as I am for, like, Lion King. I mean, I'm not excited for Lion King either. That's so. true. 
I'm excited just... for Lion King. Mermaid, I'm kind of like, meh. But yeah, so she's going to potentially play Scuttle, which would, I think would be really funny. Just if she even acts a, even a little bit similar to how she did in Crazy Rich Asians, I think it'd be hilarious. I think it'd be awesome. Um, she'd be a great Scuttle. Uh, Scuttle also, the bird? Yeah, that's yeah. the bird. Who's like trying okay. to show her all these like human things. and Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like, okay. hey, yeah, look at this thing it's like a fork and he's like they brush their hair with this yeah yeah okay um so jacob tremblay is also i I believe i'm saying that right tremblay i mean i don't know how else you would say it um will be flounder he's a child actor from a couple different famous movies um okay and then they also really want to this is kind of just in reports they really want melissa mccarthy to be ursula which would be pretty funny. Honestly. I could see her I as could, an old yeah, I, Ursula. I can see her as Ursula. In fact, maybe I am slightly more excited for this movie because I already don't like the original. Maybe <laughs> they would actually make a better version. I don't know. Because these actors that I'm seeing, they're pretty good so far. So it's still a terrible message. <sighs> yeah, I don't... If They gotta change it. They have to. It's dated. <laughs> like, the message and and stuff from the original movie is a little bit dated at this point so i feel like they would have to change something if they want to present it like a good image to disney audience i don't know if that makes sense what what is the message i'm missing that has to be changed (sighs) this girl just falling in love with this guy in two seconds and giving up pretty much everything to go with him oh yeah entire life yeah yeah okay yeah I feel like they. I, th- I thought there was something other than that you were edging toward that I wasn't. Literally, gonna... like okay. changes her entire identity from a different species to be with him. Yeah. 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 Pretty much. So I mean, I guess I just need more details. If they do change it enough, maybe I'll go see this movie. But all I know is that did not like, uh, did not like Beauty and the Beast. That's the one I watched. Not aside from Lion King. Oh, I like Beauty and Aladdin looks like trash. So. That's all. Um, going, continuing the uh, train of Hollywood being um, not original. Yeah. We're getting a RoboCop sequel. When I mean by RoboCop sequel, I mean a sequel to the original RoboCop. Forget Even though they just all rebooted the, it a few years back. Forget the reboot. Forget the reboot. Forget any other sequels or spinoffs or whatever. They're doing a direct sequel. I spent sequel. money on that movie. I want, when I buy, when I watch a movie, I am investing in a sequel. In my yeah. mind. It's... <sighs> well, you're not going to get that out of Braveheart. <laughs> That's fine. Maybe I already saw it. Yeah, you've already seen the sequel you've already now. already seen the sequel. Yeah. <laughs> so, we don't have too many more details about this movie. We know that he's going to be wearing the original suit, which, of course, nostalgia factor. It's um, going to smell terrible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Ooh. laughs> that thing uh could you imagine if it was like literally the same suit that'd be crazy i don't know 30 year old sweat we still have this it's in my basement it's like what's happening we already talked about we've we've talked on and on about um disney live action remakes being just unoriginal but every week at this point we're getting more and more hey here's this new thing this new movie but it's a sequel to a really old movie that just bypasses any other spinoff or sequels because we saw that in terminator um we saw that in gosh there's another movie we're talking about with that um i can't remember off the top of my head but there's definitely been more than a couple um, yeah movies yeah. who have done this at this point <laughs> that's what bugs me is like there was this whole fad of doing reboots of things right and everyone was really annoyed with those because you're it's already like a not fresh being original new image yeah but we kind of gave in. We're like, okay, we'll watch these, some of us. And we watched them, and now those don't matter. And it's like, well, why didn't you make the sequels then in the first place? Yeah, it's it's just one for that nostalgia factor. They're like, oh my gosh, breaking old. I wonder, honestly, I wonder if part of this may be the fault of Star Wars. Now I think about it. That could be. Because there was this factor. very successful, you know, series. They got the original trilogy, then they got the prequels. Um, and th- those were sitting there for a long time. And then all of a sudden, they bring, the, you know, The Force Awakens. And they have Han Solo, who's really old. And they have, you know, Leia, and she's really old. Yeah. And that's kind of exactly what they're doing with all these other movies. It looks that's like they're, they're, yeah, they're bringing all these characters and the same actors just years later. I know they're doing that with like Terminator and stuff too. That's why I think about it. But um mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to assume they're doing that with Robocop. 
Um, I guess we'll see whenever they release a trailer. But I just kind of... I don't know. I kind of hate that. Jurassic World. I kind of hate that they're just like, oh, Jurassic World. Yeah. They're like, hey, you remember these classic characters? Well, you got to go back to the theaters, even though you're an adult now. You got to come back and relive your childhood dreams because look, it's your favorite character on the screen and he's all old and stuff or she's old. I don't know. (laughs) I'm kind of upset by it. (laughs) If you couldn't tell. I think it's kind of dumb. That's my ranch for the day. Uh, <laughs> and we got a trailer for a Jumanji sequel, which actually looks pretty good. Um, After ranting about <laughs> the unoriginality. This seems more original because yeah. they're not just bringing back all the same characters. They're introducing different, um, or a mix of characters, I would say. Some of the characters mm-hmm. are the same from the original Jumanji, um, but they also... Um, are having different characters play because it's the same it's such a good uh, cast it's the same cast it's the same characters in the game right like it's Dwayne the Rock Johnson it's Kevin Hart um it's those guys it's Jack Black and what's mm-hmm. her face I don't remember from Doctor Who Karen um, Gillan yeah she's great but anyway yeah. uh so it's all them but there's different uh characters who are residing in those bodies essentially mm-hmm. um so it is going to look like a very different movie just because all the actors are going to be playing different people um not all of them um probably not all of them i would say but a lot of them um i think um not jack black karen gillen's character is the same yes i think she's the only one where she's the same person the same body there's Mm -hmm. characters there's a character from the original in a different body and then there's two new characters Um, yeah forget about like it being a jumanji sequel the yeah. fact that Dwayne Johnson is playing Danny DeVito is amazing. <laughs> so funny. What? And, like, yeah. Have Danny you not watched this trailer, Joe? No. So Dwayne jo- Danny DeVito is this old grandpa that gets sucked into the game, and Dwayne Johnson, he gets Dwayne Johnson's character. And so Dwayne Johnson has to do this, like, Danny DeVito accent for the whole movie. Which is awesome. It's so funny. It does really well. And and here's the thing too, is that yes, this is this is a sequel to Jumanji and Jumanji we're just talking about how Hollywood's really unoriginal. But I think what's really cool about what they did with the original Jumanji is they really changed it from the original. You know, made it a video game instead of a board game, made it a right. comedy instead of whatever the original was. I don't know what genre was, but it certainly wasn't comedy. It was kind of scary. It was a suspense. Um, and yeah, suspense. I don't really know. Um, it was like a kids movie, but it was like a scary kids movie. At least it yeah. scared me as a kid. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Maybe I'm just a coward. I don't know. Um, but and then they're doing this. They're like refreshing it even once more, just with like the acting and stuff. So yeah, like this is. It's like if you're going to pull stuff from from a long time ago, this is what you do. I feel like I think this is a good way to do it. So and it makes me want to watch the original, not the original original Jumanji, but the first Jumanji. Um, with the video game because I actually haven't seen it, but this sequel makes me excited. So I'm like, oh, I, should probably I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's the a long, Danny long rant about movies and Hollywood and <laughs> things. So maybe we should transition to TV. Cool. What TV shows do you guys watch? One Punch Man. Nice. Which season? Yeah. Uh, one nice still nice i haven't seen it yet i've been wanting to it's on my list and i just keep forgetting it's, that it exists the best anime, how do you feel about it i like it yeah they, they take everything that that is typical for anime and they make fun of it exactly yeah. it's the best satire um i've only seen a couple episodes but i really keep like it to 20 it. seconds <laughs> <laughs> i Slytama is one of my favorite anime characters ever he's so great so, um, Cody, how have you watched it? It's subs only. Isn't there a dub now? They I watched it in subs. Recently and that's why I released a dub the for the season okay. one. Like, very recently, dub. as far as I'm aware. Yeah. That's why I watched a couple episodes in subs, and then I was like, I'll wait. Because <laughs> I'm a weeb. I kind of want to go, I mean, so now that I've seen season one, I kind of want to see what the dub sounds like. You're going to hate it, scared. though, because... If you watch a sub, then, like, the dubs sound terrible. Like, I understand why people are like, mm. no dubs, because if you listen to something in a sub, then the characters don't sound right. 
yeah, I don't know. I'll see. I kind of want to go back. I kind of want to go back and watch uh, Steins Gate dubbed. Now that I've seen it subbed, just because that has like a bunch of like jokes in it, I think it would be funny here in English. And I think it would be kind of the same with One Punch Man, but I'm not sure. Okay. So, yes, we'd have to see. What else are you guys watching? Uh, I don't think I've watched anything. I tried to watch more One Punch Man, actually, season two, but oh, cool. um, thing is, I'm using. I was using the Hulu account of someone um, else. Mm-hmm. And they're gone, and it logged out, and I can't uh. log back in, so I'm really sad, because that's also where I was watching Love is War and stuff like that, so I'm just like, shoot, how am I going to watch my anime now? Maybe I just need to get a Hulu account, I don't know. I'm a little attached now. There you go. So, oh. we'll see. But yeah, I haven't watched any shows. Cool. Speaking of Hulu, I finished Vikings. I definitely have a binge hole now. Um which is sad. I don't usually get those. I don't usually like, I got so obsessed with that show and was watching so much of it that when it stopped, I was like, oh, I need to find productive things to do. I suppose I probably shouldn't try to find another show. Um, Vikings was so good. Not as good as last kingdom, but there was more of it. And so I watched a lot of it very quickly. Uh, there's one more season coming out and I'm excited for that. And then it'll conclude. And I'm really curious how it will conclude because they have it set up right now. I don't know the history behind it. Um, and I haven't watched, like, read into the history so that I don't find out what happens. Um, so, well, we'll see. And then I started watching Jessica Jones um, with my wife. And that's cool. I can't binge stuff because I have to watch it with her. Uh, but it's this is a really good season so far. There's a lot... Um, it goes really heavy on the noir stuff, uh, and that's been kind of cool. The last season did too, but it was so slow, and this uh, this season so far has not been slow at all. Um, yeah, that second season really struggled. And that's it for things that I've watched, so we'll get into the news. Yeah. We got a lot of video gaming news. A couple things. First of all, we got a first look at, I have to think of his name, Geralt from Witcher. I haven't played Witcher. I need to, apparently. Um, we got a first look at him. I guess it's not really the first look, but it's the first like official uh, look of him. I think we've seen little bits of him in costume, but it hasn't been um, like professionally you know, shopped and everything and presented. Uh, it looks really good. I want to watch it specifically because of Vikings and just that era, and I think that would be really cool just because of that. Mm-hmm. Um, test footage. That's what we had seen in the past. That's right. Um, yeah, I'm sure Joe, you've you've played the games, right? So you're. I've played little bits and pieces. I've not poured as much time into it as a lot of folks. Yeah. The reason I struggle with his name, everybody, is because I wanted to call him Gerald, and that's wrong. Yeah, they definitely make a point of saying it's Geralt. Geralt. Um, I There's think probably that I think that joke's even in the game at some point. Probably. I want to say that this is actually based on the books and not the games, if I remember correctly. So that'll okay. be interesting. That would be cool. I think that might work better, honestly. I mean, yeah, I'm always a little bit worried. There's always some concern when a video game is translated into either a TV or movie because of like gameplay elements. Um, right. But if it's based on the books, you don't really need to worry about that. That's done all the time, so... The character himself, uh, Henry Cavill's character, definitely looks kind of like the game version. Uh, Good. From what I've read is it's been more about the books. Yeah, and, and that then, makes sense. I mean, take the aesthetics from something that's a little more popular and then use the story from the books. Right. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, the Francos, James Franco and Dave Franco, they're working on something a little bit different. It's not a Doom TV show, um, but a show based off of the book Masters of Doom. Uh, which is a book that kind of is behind the scenes of the making of the first Doom video game. So you're going into the backstory of like John Romero and all those guys. Yeah. So that usually could they make be funny interesting. things. I hope that they kind of take it like seriously. I mean, it's not some kind of mockumentary. I was gonna say they don't always make funny stuff. I mean, I guess there was some humor in. Uh, I can't think of the name of the last one that they made, but the but room. it was meant to. Yeah. Or, the, was it the room. It, well, the room is the actual movie, and they the were actual. making, yeah, 
Kind I can't of the remember document, what it is document. Yeah, I know docu- you're talking about that. Documentary behind it. Disaster Artist. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I'd be interested to see. I I want to know. I want to watch it just because I'm interested in the Doom part of it. Like it's an interesting subject matter. We need more video game documentaries. I've watched them all. Yeah. There need to be more. Uh, and then Attack on Titan. We were talking about anime a little bit ago. Uh, is ending after season four, even though there is still um, manga coming out of it. So it's kind of weird that maybe they're waiting until the manga ends and then they can kind of um, start over with the anime. Or I, I don't think they're that far behind those. So it's really weird for me to like. I think they have a lot to work with right now. Um, as far as where they're at compared to where the manga's at. So it's weird for them to be like, we're going to be done at season four. But as long as it's taken for these seasons to come out, I kind of feel like maybe they're having a hard time keeping this produced for whatever yeah. reason. Anime's weird. There are some really, really good anime out there that just get canceled, and there's no, like, reasoning that we see, anyways, on our mm-hmm. side of things of it. Uh, Seraph of the End is a great example of that. Really good anime that just ended out of nowhere. All right. We'll get into this discussion question. Our discussion question today comes from our Discord. Uh, if you would like to get into our Discord, uh, you can always just get a hold of me through Twitter. I can get you in. I think if you just Google Geeks Under Grace Discord, uh, you can find it that way too. It might take a little bit of digging. But Nintendo, longtime listener, friend of ours, asks. How do your Sundays usually look? What type of church do you guys attend? Which is a very, like, dangerous question in... Uh, That's a tinderbox. The Christian climate. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I guess I'll go first, just to kind of break the ice. I go to Life Church, which is the church that made the Version Bible app. Uh, it's a very, very large church. Uh, it's a mega church. I don't think that it's... Like, it's not a prosperity gospel-style megachurch, um, but it is is really big. Uh, so I go to one of the campuses. They have, like, 35 different locations. And, uh, yeah, lots of loud music. That's, I don't know, that's kind of a church. Really good sermons. Steve Grishel's, um a really great pastor. If you want a leadership podcast, I would definitely recommend his podcast. Uh, he does it once a month, and it's very practical information. Um and it's where, what he kind of does in his sermons as well is very practical info um, based off of scripture. Uh, so yeah, that's, that's the kind of church I go to. My Sundays are um, usually I sleep in. I go to church at 1130. Uh, and then we try to make it a point to go somewhere to eat together, me and my wife. Uh, and then the nights are kind of just we do whatever. Uh, we might hang out with friends or uh, have kind of a date night, go to movies. It's kind of our day together. That's fine. All right, I guess I'll go ahead and go next. So my my church is kind of the flip opposite of Cody's. Yeah. Uh, I go to a church of Christ. and Proof that, that people can be friends to, no matter what the denomination. <laughs> yeah. So no instrumental music where we go. It's all a cappella. Um, yeah. I don't. I'm not going to get into that right now, but I love acapella <laughs> music, mm-hmm. and typically pretty smaller, much smaller congregations. Uh, the church I go to right now has an early service and a late service, so I typically will go to early service, stay for class, then go get some lunch or something, uh, and then I don't really have anywhere I'm going Sunday nights right now. The church that I went to before I moved, we almost always had like a Sunday night meetup where we would just hang out fellowship and eat food or whatever and uh yeah and then that's that's pretty much it worth mentioning on the podcast i just thought about it um all the different churches locations you can't just go to any live church and do this because it's going to be movie night everywhere but they're all different themes but our church here in fort smith is doing star wars and the entire place is decked out with star wars stuff right now it looks like a comic-con that's pretty that's pretty slick I'll take pictures of it. Uh, you can find them on my Instagram. Maybe I'll post a few on the GG Instagram, too. They're cool. Yeah, I'd like to see it. Maybe you, Shelly. Oh, wait, no, your Sundays. How do your Sundays? Oh, you... 
Yeah, I said how that went. I yeah, go to early okay. service class. Cool. How are you, Shelly? Uh, yeah, so I go to a Presbyterian church, um, and I've gone there pretty much my whole life. Uh, and it's definitely not like a mega church size. It's it's pretty big church in comparison to a lot of other churches, I guess, but. It's definitely not nowhere near size of like a mega church, but it is it is a relatively big church, I would say. Um, but that's that. That's where I go to church. But Sundays uh, are interesting. They've once again just because of like transitioning schedules and um, things, they're kind of looking a little bit different. But I just go to the eleven o'clock service. Um, eleven o'clock is where all the Middle schoolers and high schoolers are, are sort of encouraged to go to that one, and I like hanging out with them, so I go to that one. Uh, and yeah, there's like a either a traditional worship setting um, with like hymns, or there's a modern worship that's usually the one I go to um, that has, you know, your more popular Christian songs, I would say. Um, and yeah, I don't know, pretty basic. My sister also works at the church, so I'll get to hang out with her. Most oh, Sundays, cool. so cool. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. Uh, I feel like I should clarify one thing real quick. Yeah, go I for it. I think there are two versions of the Church of Christ. There's the one that I go to, and the one that Obama says he goes to. Okay. Those those are literally two different de- denominations. They operate differently. Oh. Okay. Oh. oh. That's why I feel like I should clarify it. <laughs> I think there's technically two different Presbyterian churches of America as well. I don't remember which one my church is part of, though. Yeah. I can't remember. Life Church had a specific denomination, and now they don't. Um, and then before that, I went to Red Rocks Church um, in Denver, which is also a really big church. And I think they were, I think they were technically Assembly of God, but they didn't like say that. Yeah, they never said it, and it wasn't like uh, I don't know. I, I don't think they adhered to it really strictly. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't know. Cool. You guys geeking out about anything else this week? Uh, I'm gonna be checking out an anime cafe. I think that's gonna be interesting. What? Yeah, I'm excited to hear about that. Oh man, um, I want to go to one. There's got to be something in Seattle. <laughs> you no, would think Seattle's to gonna have something like this, yeah. I really yeah. hope there is. I just haven't heard about it. Uh, LJ, our producer, asked me to remember to let you guys know that there is a Mario Maker 2 contest going on right now. So if you have Mario Maker 2, uh, you can make a level. If you don't, buy it, and then you can make a level. Uh, send it to contact at geeksundergrace.com. You can win a t-shirt. You could win eShop, e-shop gift cards. Uh, the t-shirt is specifically um, for this... Uh, this contest yeah it looks cool too yeah joe really really likes it i really do <laughs> I, I wish i could have it and oh the thing that i was getting out about that i thought was worth mentioning is i am reading inheritance finally which is a aragon is my favorite oh series of books and uh, i never finished it i've owned the book for years and i just i don't know why but it i just never picked it up again so i'm finally doing I'm, that i mean 15 minutes a night I'm on part three of Way of Kings. Yes. Oh, cool. Yeah, so I'm trucking through. I'm on like chapter 31 or 32 or something. How are you liking it? Okay. I love it. Thank goodness. You're part of yeah. our, our our cult. I'm glad. I, I, don't, I don't yet care for... Um, Let me guess, the, Shalon. The, Shalon. Yeah, she, I don't care for her stuff. That's how it's supposed to work, essentially. Because here's the really cool thing um, about the books that have been released so far. So the first books really focus on Kaladin. Sort of yep. his character backstory every once in a while. You get more about his backstory. The second book's about Shalon. Um, and you're, yeah, you get this, like, every single person I've talked to who's read this series doesn't like her in the first book, loves her in the second. Well, as I say, they, I mean, they set her up... Uh... Yeah, I mean... Anyway, no, I'm just saying it's, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. valid that you don't like her. Um, yeah. But be prepared once you keep reading to... Like, once you, re- like, see more of her backstory and things, you'll be like, oh my gosh. Um, Dalinar and, then, Dalinar and yeah. Adolin are, are really cool so yeah, far, too. Yeah, Dalinar, um, 
is the focus of the third book. And he... Nice. That third book made me, like him, one of my favorite book characters of all time. So I was going to say, he's super cool so far yeah. already. Yeah, so... Oh, I'm so glad you like it's it. It's so long. I mean, you know, I'm I'm like tw- maybe 15 hours of, of book in. Yeah. So I've got another 25 hours of book to go Yeah. for the oh, first book in the trilogy. It's worth it, though. But it is really good. I love the world building that they do. It's insane, dude. Yeah. All the emerald bromes and, and yeah. stormlight and... All these things and like all the creatures and like all the cursings like Stormfather and all this kind of stuff. Like the thing that is so people who are listening to it because I know lots of people because it's such a fat book listen to it. Um, I read the physical book and the books that I had had some images sometimes because Shalon she's an artist. That's not yeah spoiler. yeah she's yeah. An artist. It'll sometimes show like some of her like art or something like or depictions okay. of different things like different things relate to the world or culture. Um, so I believe it's all available to view on Brandon Sarenson's website. You just have to be careful That's to cool. not accidentally see something that is beyond where you're Spoiler-ish. at. Spoilerish. Yeah, yeah, but like, definitely go check those out if you are listening, because that really heightened my experience when reading these books, was being able to see some of the art and, um, things like, oh, they keep describing this, this thing, here's what it looks like. So, yeah. I want to see a chasm fiend. Dude, yeah, I think they have a chasm feed in there. And and I just got to the part where they they introduce the uh, the quills that are are the same in both locations. Oh yeah, yeah, it's so cool. Oh, he does that. he does a fantastic job building that world. Yeah. Anyway, Cody, we need to get you on it. My wife has tried so much. <sighs> Maybe after inheritance. Maybe after I've. Okay. Red. Wait, which I'll one wait. is Inheritance? The last one. Okay. Yeah. I'm reading like 15 minutes a day, so it's going to be real slow. Uh, that is going to be real slow, my man. I'm getting through a chapter in like a day, somehow. Okay. So that's been cool. Maybe yeah, just as, long as, you, as long as long you keep it. on it. Yeah. yeah. I'm doing it every night before bed, trying to like, you know, not... Um, I'm really bad about like watching TV and then going to bed, which mm-hmm. I guess is not good, great for you. Um... I'm trying to have a better like end of the day schedule. Yeah. So, it's been good. I, I enjoy reading. Um, I just haven't done it in so long. Like books. But if I do read, it's always nonfiction, which my wife says doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> okay. She, she I got her Audible account, and I, she's like, "You're gonna start like listening to books? That's so awesome!" And I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna listen to the Nerdist Way from Chris Hardwick." Um, which, by the way. He curses a lot in that book if you want to check it out. Um, and he's a little, he's a little against Catholicism, like a little, a lot against Catholicism. Um, but, uh, yeah, she was like, it's an informational book. It's like a self-help book. And she was like, ah, I thought you were going to listen to real books. And I was like, it is. It's, it's a good book. Uh, yeah. If you guys aren't geeking out about anything else, Joe, where can they find you at? You can find me on Twitter at Joe Knows Games and streaming on Twitch. Uh, I try to do Thursdays, Saturdays, and Sundays at Joe Knoweth Games. Pop on out. You might even get to see me in a wig or a beard. <laughs> and Shelly? You can find me on Twitter at TheShellShock24. You can find me Tuesday nights um, on the Geek Center Grace Twitch channel playing Shadow Mordor. Still playing through that game. Ooh. It's still fun. I'm just... Going through it really slowly. I'm like not doing any of the main quests, so maybe I'll do some more this week. Okay. Cool. And you can find me on Twitter at CodyOr. You can find me on Twitch on Saturdays at the same time, um, 5 o'clock Pacific, playing Sonic 06. But there's not a lot of Sonic right now because I beat his thing. His Who else is in the game? Um, Shadow the Hedgehog and Silver the Hedgehog. Silver the Hedgehog is a hedgehog from the future that has a Brooklyn accent for no reason. And then <laughs> Shadow... Hey, I'm traveling through time here! Uh, not that bad, use. but it's got this little slight Brooklyn-ness to it. You, okay. If you listen to some of the things he says, you're like, why are you... Bro-? He looks like he should be this, like... He's got, like, telekinesis. I'm getting all tangent here. He looks like he has, like, <laughs> telekinesis. Uh, he does have telekinesis, so he looks like someone who would, like, have this really deep, sinister, I'm all-powerful voice. 
I was gonna say, what does somebody that has telekinesis look like? And he's just like, I don't. He's really cool looking, and then he's this angsty like Brooklyn teen, and you're like, why do you sound like this? It's like they have Shadow, who's like that edgy character, but they mm-hmm. wanted another one. They realized they couldn't have one to compete with Shadow, so they went in an entirely different direction. It's like the design team made this character to be like cool and from the future, and they're like, no, he's too much like Shadow. We can't. We can't have an entirely different personality on this guy. And Shadow so could have voiced both, that. and it would have made total sense. Yeah, the guy that voices Shadow. And Shadow doesn't have a gun, and that bugs me. I don't know when Shadow the Hedgehog came out. I thought it was before this one, though. I'm so pretty it's, sure it is. Yeah. LG it is before. before. Okay, so he should have a gun in this. Well, because what, everyone's the got their own little abilities, and he's basically just a slow Sonic, and that bugs me. Like, he But he gets to drive cars. Give him the gun. And motorcycles. That's I haven't like seen his, that yet. That's like his gimmick, I'm pretty sure. Is that, at least from what I've seen, there's lots of levels that he gets okay. to drive like vehicles I haven't. Stuff. I should say, I haven't played his episode yet. I've played his character in other people's episodes. Oh, got it. Okay. Hedgehogs. I'm not calling them people because then you get the wrong idea Gosh, and then you start not... having Sonic Sonic's dating Sonic's not human. a person. <laughs> yeah. Sonic dating Elise. Uh, there's a clip somewhere of me saying, um, back up off my man. Um, and snapping my fingers. I don't know where that is, but I was told it was clipped. Okay, we need to go. Goodbye. Keep gaming, keep praying, and God bless. Peace. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. We love hearing from you, so feel free to ask us questions or just comment on the show by using the hashtag GUGCast on Twitter or by joining the GUGCast questions channel in the Geeks Under Grace Discord. If you like this episode, consider leaving a review or rating of our show on your favorite podcast app. If you want even more Geeks Under Grace, you can always go to geeksundergrace.com. We love you all so much, so thank you for listening. It's on!